So listen, I'm a little bit under the weather, so just bear with me, okay? My voice is a little like, uh, I want to invite you to join me for my first ever 21 Days of Love Challenge. So this challenge will be taking place from January 25th through February 14th. Each day, I will post one post dealing with the topic of love in all its forms. From the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. But of course, from a spiritual perspective. And you know what we're talking about here. Who we talking about. The Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's the, you know, in the center of all of this. Because he has all the nuggets of wisdom. And so I can't wait to share them with you. Join me by sharing the quote of the day to your Instagram story. And please make sure to tag me, okay, at V-T-H-E-J-S Williams in your story. This will automatically enter you into a chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card along with an exclusive prize Valentine's Day prize pack for one lucky winner. We'll be launching a special gift from me to you and for everybody. So even if you do enter, if you're not the grand prize winner for the random drawing, each one of you who enter will have a chance to um, participate and like be a part of a huge, huge launch that we have February 14th. So I'm just excited. So either way it goes, you will have a chance to, you know, get something. So I'm excited. I'm just excited. But Anyway, anyway, anyway. So yeah, I just can't wait for you guys to join me. So please join the 21 Days of Love Challenge. You have 21 chances to win. So hop on it. I love y'all and I can't wait for you to join me on Instagram. Now here's a little housekeeping, okay? You must be 18 years of age or older on or before February 14th, 2022 to enter and participate. No purchase is required for entry and it is open internationally, okay? I will be reaching out to the winner on Instagram. So please don't have a private account if you are participating and you do follow me. Um, Your account has to be public so that I will be able to DM you if you are the winner because that's how I'm contacting the winner. You have um, 24 hours to... Um, respond and if you don't I will be doing um, another drawing Um, okay and I may even go live on Instagram so I'm excited y'all so again January 25th through February 14th the 21 days of love challenge join me I love y'all hey beautiful so I know I made mention that today's episode will be about the waiting period and why God often has us wait. However, he informed your girl that he wanted to stick on the topic of pruning. So this is actually part two of Girl, Let Him Prune You. Now, I'm a little excited about that. And again, I know a lot of you were anticipating why we wait. And I will still do that one. Um, depending on how I'm feeling, I may drop that one, um, in a couple of days, in a few days, maybe even tomorrow, if I'm feeling a little, you know, 
feeling a little extra. I might throw a little extra in there tomorrow. But yeah, the Lord was like, yo, nay, you need to continue that. And so I'm like, all right, Lord, like whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. And this part two is going to focus on the importance of the Holy Spirit and the role that he plays in your life during the pruning process. In other words, how do I know that this is God pruning me? How do I know that this is God shaping me and molding me? How do I know that this is him when it hurts, when I'm wrestling with this and that, dealing with this and that? Every time I turn around, I'm looking at myself and feel like I'm taking two, three, and four steps back. And as aforementioned, we often focus on the pain of the process, the pain of the pruning, and we associate it with the enemy coming to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, I'm not saying that you're wrong in that assessment, but I do believe that the difference between the pain that God gives and the pain that the enemy gives is gain. The Lord's chastisement, the Lord's pruning, the Lord's conviction, the Lord's cutoff will ultimately provide us with gain. Now, what do I mean by that? As a verb, I'm talking about obtaining or securing something. So something desired, favorable, or profitable. So, hallelujah. While the Lord is pruning us, the pain that is felt, the pain that has become that thorn on your side, that correction, that reproof is going to ultimately put you in a position to obtain and secure a favorable outcome. So before I go into it like a little bit, cause you know, I already feel like I'm about to tell like a whole sermon and that's not really what I wanted to do, but I want you to understand the privilege in pruning what privilege it is for someone, but not even someone, let me not even say someone, but I'm thinking about, the vine dresser when I said someone. So that's why my thought went to someone, but how much of a privilege it is for the Lord to be able to see exactly what needs to be done, chop it off. Now you're able to fully start fresh. You're able to grow. You're able to blossom. You're able to bloom in whatever capacity in whatever situation and whatever circumstance he has before you. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And you know, the reason why I say it's such a privilege, when you look on a worldly side of it, it's such a daunting thing when the doctor finds a tumor or the doctor, you know, you get a bad report or anything like that. And, you know, they do blood tests and things of that nature. And, you know, they don't know what it is. We really don't, we really don't know what it is. And you got to go through that cycle. You got to go through that fear. You got to go through that doubt. You got to go through that discouragement. You're going through all of the emotions, all of the feels of that, not knowing what's really going on. Like, you know, what's going on with me? Like, I want to know, but the Lord through the pruning, he knows exactly what needs to be taken out. He knows exactly what needs to be hatched off. He knows exactly what needs to be severed. And so I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited to talk about it because the Lord is just always, 
always so so good so before we get to the out before we get to the intro rather um I'm going to go ahead and not now, but after the intro, I'm going to go ahead and tell you how I got to the point where I am right now with the Lord telling me, like, we're going to, we're going to wait on the why we wait and we're going to focus on the purpose of pruning. So I'm excited to, you know, talk to you more about that and for you to really see, you know, why the Lord had us come right back to this. So I'm excited to talk with you. I'm going to go ahead and cue the intro. Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. Okay, yeah. So before we start, um, I just want to pray and I want to ask and invite the Holy Spirit to come in and to use me the way that he knows how. So, Lord, you already know prior to this, I was already recorded and I had to think about it. Like, yo, I didn't even pray. I didn't even, you know, invite you in the room. So um, forgive me, Lord. And I just pray and I ask that you use me, Lord. I ask that you bring things to my remembrance that you um, you put in my heart that you um, that you've been teaching me and that you have taught me, Lord. I, um, that all those that are listening, um, they are attentive to your word. That they receive something from this message, God. That they can apply to their lives. That they can apply in the lives of those around them, and that you know your will be done at the end of the day. So Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this word. I thank you for using me as a vessel, God. I pray that you, that I decrease and you increase, God. So I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So again, excuse me, I'm a little bit, you know, low tone today. Trust me, I am happy. I am thrilled. I am excited to be talking to y'all, but like I I have to be a little bit low tone today because I am, you know, I'm fighting that good fight of faith. I'm 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 fighting that good fight of faith. So, pretty much like I was saying before prior to the um intro, the Lord how did we get back on this topic, right? That's pretty much what I was saying. Why are we back on Girl, Let Him Prune You Part 2? The reason why we're back on Girl, Let Him Prune You Part 2 is because the Lord wanted to stress the importance of his divine power. His divine power. What is his divine power? The Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 3.17, and all my liberty friends should know this, from where this for where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty some translations even say there is freedom and he wanted to remind you that to really walk in divine power you have to have the holy spirit because 
the Holy Spirit is what allows you to prosper. The Holy Spirit will give you the tools that are needed to deal with the process, not run from it. To invite the process and not run from it. It will ultimately give you the power to accept. The power to receive. Now, what do I mean by that? The Lord is not expecting us to go through life in our own strength. A lot of us are going through life. All we've ever known in life is survival. All we've ever known how to do is survive. All we've ever known how to do is to depend on ourselves. And the Lord is the opposite of that. When he is the, his primary, like, purpose is fellowship like he literally is like yo like if you abide in me i'm gonna abide in you like intimacy like the whole thing the whole nine like the lord is just like yo like i want you cast your cares unto me because i care for you like he is a god of intimacy he is a god of intimacy and oftentimes when we are in the process of healing, in the process of, you know, getting our character straightened out, in the process of seeing who we really are. And what I mean by that is, again, going back to James, that mirror is, you know, lifted. That veil is lifted, rather, and that mirror is showing us who exactly really we are. Who who am I? underneath this facade who am i outside of social media who am i on the inside you get what i'm saying like who am i really and so that's a big deal like that's a big deal when you've been delusional and again don't don't get offended because i'm not trying to offend anyone but at the end of the day, like the truth is the truth. When you've been in a delusion for your entire life and you've never been checked, you know, you got some people that say like, you know, they they ain't really know they had all that going on until you kind of told them the truth about themselves type of thing. That's what the word of God does. The word of God lifts the veil. The word of God will show you you and you will bleed. You get what I'm saying? Like you may bleed, you may bleed out. You either gonna run from it or run to it. You either gonna run from him or run to him, but you got a choice to make, right? So if you decide, like, you know what? He didn't show me me. I'm not gonna harden my heart. Then the Holy Spirit will allow, will start the uh will start the the surgical process the healing and the mending process for you, right? So when you are in that pruning process, when the Lord is taking things out, hatching things out, he's not looking for you to perform on your own. He's not looking for you 
to take this on on your own. He is looking to come alongside you. He wants to come alongside you to help you. A lot of you, I feel like when you were listening to the last episode, it was kind of like, you know, well, what do I do? Like, I know that I'm in this pruning process, but like when it hurts, when I'm bleeding out, when the word shows me me, what's the next step? Because, you know, I'm bleeding. And the Lord is like, the only way to heal is through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's through the power of the Holy Spirit. Just with anything, you can't open up a wound, take the stuff out, and just be like, all right, go home. Like, no, you need sutures. You need, you know, all of that medical grade material to make sure that everything is patched up and ready for that person to go so that they can start their healing process. It's the same thing with the Lord. So he wanted me to inform y'all through um, 1 Samuel 14, the importance of the divine power, the importance of the Holy Spirit, the importance of not having sin in the camp, not having sin in the camp. What do I mean by that? The Holy Spirit cannot move fluidly through you, in you, around you. If there is sin in the camp, you have to be very, uh, you have to be very, um, you have to, for me, when I think of the Holy Spirit, you know, how they handled the Ark of the Covenant was, um, something of great prize, something of like, um, great value that you not, not just anybody could, you know, touch the Ark of the Covenant, not just anybody could be, you know, in the holies of holies. Like, so you got to understand, like, even though the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, you got to be mindful of the atmosphere that you have the Holy Spirit in. What's in you? We cannot make the Holy Spirit uncomfortable. So the reason why this pruning process is starting because, you know, the Holy Spirit within you is uncomfortable. You know, the Holy Spirit is going to convict. I'm uncomfortable, so I'm bringing conviction. Conviction and condemnation are two different things. There is no condemnation in Christ. What is condemnation? Condemnation is guilt and shame. God does not give us guilt and shame. He gives you conviction. What is conviction? What does conviction do? Conviction brings forth repentance. Conviction tells me, ooh, the stove is hot. Ooh. I wasn't supposed to do that. Ooh, that was not, you know, God-like. Ooh, you know what, girl? You need to get that right. Girl, mm, 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 mm. is that what the Lord will do? Is that what Jesus would do? No cliche. But literally, that's what the conviction, that's what the conviction of the Holy Spirit is doing. The, com the Holy Spirit's conviction is preparing you for perfection, to look more like Christ. The conviction is to prepare you, to purpose you in the, in the ways of Christ, in the emulation of Christ as the son of God. Because like I said in the last episode, not just anybody is going to make it in. You cannot just be, oh, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to be. And my attitude is my attitude and my ways is my ways. And that's just how I was raised and that's just how I am. And no, no. No. 
So he wanted to show me the importance of the Holy Spirit, the the importance of having the divine power living within you. When you are saved, when you give your life to Christ, you are now inviting the Holy Spirit to take up residence inside of you. The Holy Spirit's job is to teach, is to reprove, is to correct. Let me go to, um, let me see what scripture it is. I think it's John 16, 8. And I want to read that to you because I think that's going to give you a better understanding of what the Holy Spirit's role is and how it equates to the pruning process. To the pruning process. And it was a very, very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Beautiful. Okay. 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 I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it from, you know, I love me some AMP version, but I'm going to read it from a couple translations. I'm going to read it from the King James version first. I'm going to read um, John 16 verse eight. It says, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now, who is he? All right, let me go to the seventh, the seventh verse. It says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. So the comforter is the Holy Spirit. So then in the next verse, which is eight, which I read, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So that's what the King James Version says. I'll read it from um, um, the eight. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read John 16 from the, um, what is this called? The Passion Translation. I think they have a good one. It says um, in verse eight, and when he comes, he will expose sin and prove that the world is wrong about God's righteousness and his judgments. We got the amplified version that says, and he, when he comes, will convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a savior and about righteousness and about judgment about sin and the true nature of it because they do not believe in me and my message about righteousness, personal integrity, and godly character because I'm going to my father and you will no longer see me. And integrity that the Lord is looking for as a woman of God, as a, as a, as a son of God, he is looking for a peculiar people, okay? You cannot be just any old kind of way that is the that is the purpose of the pruning that is the purpose of the pruning the purpose of the reprove so he's going to convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a savior that is the holy spirit's job so when you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, the Holy Spirit, he's going to be like, girl, boy, you know, that ain't what we do here. That ain't me. That's not like me. Take it down. 
take it down. If y'all on TikTok and y'all seen that 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 um that sound that I'm pretty much referencing when I say take it down, take it down. It ain't got nothing to do with me and what we what we do here. That is pretty much what the Holy Spirit's job in your life is to do. He is going to comfort you. Like I said, he's going to give you the sutures. He's going to come alongside you. He's going to hold your hand in the process. He says, if you abide in me, I will abide in you. Okay. Those who seek me will find me. He is not hiding anywhere, but what he is saying is that I have to convict the sin. I have to convict the things that are contrary to the character that I need you to have. If you're going to live in eternity with me, if you want me to take up residence in you, there has to be a certain um, expectation. There has to be a certain standard. Like this is the God of the universe that we're talking about. So the enemy will oftentimes come in, like I said in the beginning, and make you feel like, dang, if it ain't one thing is another. You know, a lot of times, a lot of people say that all the time. If it ain't one thing is another. Now, I'm talking about saints saying this. I'm not talking about people in the world saying this. I'm talking about saints saying this. You know, every time I turn around, it seemed like the devil on my back and all this stuff. And it's like, first of all, did you give him place? Huh? Did I give him place? Yeah. Did you open up the door within your attitude that allowed the Holy, the, the, excuse me, the enemy to come in and take up residence and take up, um, 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 yeah, pretty much residence in whatever situation you got going on. See, we give the enemy place and then we be like dumbfounded, confused. I really don't understand. I really don't know what's going on. No, you give the devil no place. And what does that place look like? That place can literally look like an opportunity. That place could look like a, a character flaw. That place could look like a, you know, anything, gossiping, tail-bearing, um, just having a funky attitude, like just all of these things could give the enemy place. Like that's all you did. All you had to do was just do something contrary to God's word, contrary to how he expects you to be, to give the enemy place. That's why he tells us to be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We have to be sober. We have to be vigilant. We cannot be caught slipping. So yes, the pruning process is going to be painful. Yes, the pruning process is going to hurt. Yes, it's going to hurt. But at the end of the day, it's going to provide you with gain, gains of wisdom, gains of knowledge, gains of understanding, gains of evangelism. Every opportunity, that's an opportunity to show the goodness of God in your life. Everyone will see the glory of God in your life because you are delivered. They cannot go back. Hallelujah. They will not go back and say, oh my goodness, she was the same person that she was last year. No, they will say, wow, look at what the Lord worked in her. She looked like a totally different person. I don't even know if that's the same person anymore. I can't even cross check. I can't even, the person that's coming up on Facebook memories is not the person that's in front of me right now. Hallelujah. Okay. That's what the 
pruning process is going to do inside of you. That is the purpose of the prune, to hatch those things off where you no longer look the same. Hallelujah. You will no longer look the same. You will no longer be the same. That pruning process is going to bring deliverance, but that deliverance cannot manifest itself without the Holy Spirit. And if you have sin in the camp and you're not allowing the Holy Spirit, first of all, pause. If you have sin in the camp, period, you got to repent. You got to repent. Now, sin, you know, it's sometimes you could sin unknowingly, but like sin for a saint is like a fish out of water. You're not, you're not coddling in it. You're not chilling in a hot tub with it. You're not chilling in like a villain in it. No, you like a fish out of water. You uncomfortable. The first thing you doing is repenting point blank period you're not chilling in it you're not waiting till tomorrow you're not waiting for for nothing no you getting it you seeing it you realizing it you recognize it and you repenting once you do that because we're not giving the devil no place you get what i'm saying we don't want to give the devil no place. Once you do that, once you repent, once you say, all right, Lord, I apologize. I repent for doing X, Y, and Z, Lord, please forgive me. Once you do that, then again, through the word of God, he will begin to show you, you. And when the Lord shows you, you, whether it's through the word of God, through a minister or anything like that, when the Lord shows you, you, you have a choice. Am I going to, hmm receive it take heed to it and work towards that process of of making sure i'm not like that or you know what you know i'm gonna just you know that ain't really me like i mean i get what they saying but like uh, that ain't even me you gotta choose like you gotta choose how you're gonna respond how you're gonna react to it like you got to choose, you got to choose. But the Lord wanted to encourage you that he does not want you to do this on your own. He's not expecting you to go through the process of pruning on your own. He's expecting for you to invite the Holy Spirit in, recognize the divine power, recognize the role of the Holy Spirit. Yes, he is a comforter. Yes, he will come alongside you, but he also will convict you of sin. And when he convicts you of sin, it's not to bring condemnation to you. It's not to bring um, guilt to you or shame to you. That's not what that is. What his job is doing is, uh-uh-uh, uh-uh, 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 that's not what we do. We're not doing that. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, they may have been able to get away with that, but you know, you know better. You know more. You are my word. You you've been taught more. What they doing? Let me deal with that. You deal with this. We not doing that. That's where relationship comes in. That's where relationship comes in with the with the Holy Spirit, with God the Father. That's where relationship comes in that he can talk to you like you may see somebody else able to get away with and do whatever whatever they want to but you know with what the lord has for you what he has implanted inside of you with all the things that you've learned with all the things that he has revealed to you through the power of the scriptures all of that stuff you know better so he's going to deal with you like any loving parent would uh-uh uh-uh. Yeah. 
your younger sibling could do that, but you, I expect more from you. Uh uh-uh. uh. And that's really how you have to look at it. That's really how the Lord works. And it's such a beautiful thing. So I don't want you to run from correction. I don't want you to run from conviction. That is the job of the Holy Spirit. That is what he will do. But again, the manifestation of it will be a beautiful thing. You will continue to blossom and bloom into the woman or man of God that he has for you. That he has for you. All right, I love y'all. We on cue the outro. Listen, God is just so, 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 so good. If you made it this far, thank you for hanging out with me. I love that you are here and that you are getting fed the true unadulterated word of God. So I thank you so, so much. I pray that it encourage you. Share it. Okay, don't be stingy. If you know somebody or you thought about somebody while listening to this, you know, don't be petty though. Don't be sending it because you know it's that part that made you think about somebody. Like, don't send it like that. But, you know, just whoever you thought of that you feel, you know, that you want to share and like be encouraged um, along with you you like send it to them um but yeah i appreciate you always we do have a poll up on spotify so you can just answer yes or no i think the question is something along the lines of did this episode help you and if it did you know yes and if it didn't no (laughs) i'm a big girl i can take it but um so yeah thank you thank you so much Also, don't forget our 21 Days of Love Challenge. It kicks off January 25th and it ends February 14th. We have a special, special giveaway. I'm so excited for that. We also have um, a surprise um, as well. So I'm just excited. Like a lot, a lot of love, a lot of love, a lot of love. And I'm excited to share the love with you. So Again, I thank you for sticking it out with me. And Lord willing, I will be back next week. Now, if say, for instance, I don't get to why we wait, you know, this week and this week, I will do it next week. And then the episode that I was to have for this upcoming week, I will have it the week after. Does that make sense? So um don't worry why we wait will either be early coming up or you know i'll replace it with the last episode of the month um so either way it goes we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about why we wait because honey i'm telling you like i know the lord has a lot to say like he already had a lot to say i just knew listen i just knew he was gonna talk about that he like nah you're not about that <laughs> like you know what he's the boss he's the boss so Again, I love y'all. Please look out for the 21 Days of Love Challenge on Instagram. Uh, I'm just excited to for y'all to participate. Like, I'm just so, so excited. We got a lot, a lot of good things coming up. Like I told y'all, like, we, this is going to be a good year, the year of greater. So I'm just excited and thrilled for you to be coming on this journey with us here at the Grow Regardless Podcast. So I love y'all. If you need me, you know where to find me on Instagram. You know where to find me, um, you know, in real life. Um, So, yeah, I love y'all. Bye.